Hey everybody, this is Boy Gary J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this. Sour cream is not cream cheese. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, my friends. So in an attempt to take care of my youngest this morning, soon to not be my youngest, by the way, as the new baby is on on its route. It's in the home stretch. It's on the downward slope. My wife's got a couple more months and that baby's going to be here. Actually, by the time that you hear this podcast live, I think we're going to be like maybe a month, a month from the time that baby time is upon us. So anyways, I'm with my other child this morning, and uh, she has wanting some breakfast. We have no milk, so there is no cereal to be had unless you want to eat it dry without milk, which she was not a fan. So she said, Dad, do we have any bagels? I said, we do have bagels. She said, will you go get me a bagel and make it toasted for me and put cream cheese upon said bagel? Now, I'm not a big cream cheese guy. Like, I just don't, I don't know, I don't really like it. Um, I do like bagels, but it's, if I do a bagel, it's always with butter. It's not with uh, cream cheese. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I will make you a said bagel. Put it into the toaster. It's a mini bagel. Toasting it up. I'm doing my dad duties. I make sure I don't burn the bagel. You know what happens when you burn a bagel? Come on now. You fuck up and burn a bagel with an eight-year-old. And the next thing you know, it's like you've just destroyed everything about her future and her possible path to glory. So I was very colorful about this. Bagel's not burnt. I reach into the fridge, I grab a white container, but obviously details do not matter because the white container that I grasp with my claws is is, uh, not uh, exactly what I was thinking it was. There was a bunch of liquid it kind of poured out of it a little bit and I was like, what the hell? But I didn't think anything of it. I grabbed the knife, I pulled it out, I took the toasted bagels, I took the white powder or the white cream that was sitting in this said container. I began to spread it upon the bagel. It seemed to spread on much smoother than I remember. I couldn't figure out why. I was like, why is this stuff smoothing on so smooth? And I get it all together. I put it on one side, I put it on the other side. I bundle them up together. I wrap them up in the tissue and there's a little bit of this white stuff on my finger. So I eat it. A little taste. Only to recognize. Wait a second. That is not cream cheese. That tastes like sour cream. I look at now on the counter and guess what? Yes, a container of sour cream sitting on the counter. Well fucking done, Garrett. You can't even get the right stuff out of the fridge to take care of your daughter's bagel. So I end up throwing that one away. I get another bagel because there's no way anyone's going to eat it with the sour cream on it. Except for the dog. And I put another bagel in. Course correct myself. And, well, complete the rhythm with the right cream this time with the cream cheese handed to my daughter and all peace was restored to the kingdom now lesson of the day is simply this when you fuck up fix it when you fuck up fix it let me repeat myself when you fuck up fix it listen that was nobody's fault on my own i was not paying attention not paying attention at all i reached in the fridge i grabbed the white container it was the wrong white container I opened up the container, took my knife, and spread the wrong substance on the bagels. Again, no one's fault but my own. That's on me. Like, that is on me. And it's it's not a problem that I fucked up. What is a problem is if I try to blame somebody else for my fuck up. What is a problem is if I look at my daughter and I get angry at her. What is a problem is when you and I in life, we end up fucking something up, but we don't take responsibility for it and we point our fingers of blame at somebody else and we say, well, it's this person's fault, right? Or it's that person's fault. 
or it's the government's fault, or it's my parents' fault, or it's I'm big bone fault. Like, it's none of this bullshit. You know this, I know this. Stop being fucking weird about it. You get it, I know. Listen, it's very easy. This morning, I didn't feel any sense of wanting to blame anyone. I almost, I was like laughing. I was like, told my daughter, I was like, well, dad screwed up the bagel. She's like, what did you do, dad? I was like, ah, put sour cream on it instead of cream cheese. She's like, oh my God, dad. I was like, I know, I know. I got this though. Of course, correction is upon us. So my friends, where in your world across body being balanced and business, do you find yourself in a situation where you have fucked up, but you have not fixed it? You have fucked up, but you have not fixed it. Right? You know you need to fix it. Fixing it is definitely on your horizon and it must be done, but you've been waiting for somebody else to fix it. In this case, I could have waited for my wife to come down and fix the situation, but what? Come on, just fix the bagel. Get your daughter the right bagel so all peace is restored in the kingdom. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, parable and our principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is gonna be powerful, won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so we're dealing with uh, our principle today. When you fuck it up, fix it. And I gave an example of sour cream and cream cheese and how I was absolutely fucking it up on the bagel game with my daughter for her breakfast. Yeah, it's kind of hard to fuck that up, but you know what I did? Like, uh, it was kind of an interesting game. Like, it was a lot of fucking it up. So we're going to take that that principle today. We're sitting here still in chapter number two. Um, inside of Warrior Book. We're in section two, section one, the foundation, chapter two, the painful problem. Uh, but we've just covered the big promise. And we're about to go, we're about to continue down this path, uncovering and unraveling the systematic sedation of men. So I know that, uh, again, I've been slowing it down here the last week or so here inside the Daily Fuel, and we've really been taking our time. Normally, I'm jumping from chapter to chapter, so like each chapter is for each show. But here I decided inside the foundation, I'm going to slow it down uh, to make sure that you get it. So we're going to take this principle today again, uh, which is very simple. When you fuck it up, fix it. When you fuck it up, fix it. And we're going to make this relevant inside of where we're dealing with our systematic sedation of men. So we're going to head over to verse 22 here on page 23 inside the warrior book. And uh, off we go. Over one generation span, around 20 years, boys were no longer working side by side with their father anymore. They were no longer being raised by both parents. They had a father who only saw them for an hour, maybe two at night. This is what they saw, and so they figured that's how it was to be done. It became the norm to be raised by mother. This may not seem like a big deal, but just like all journeys that we take, if we shift just one degree, we split in a completely different direction. Look at how quickly thousands of years of fatherhood had shifted within just one or two generations as the agrarian life was replaced by the factory and office life. 23. In the beginning, it doesn't really look like much. After all, our whole purpose in life is supposed to be progress and expansion, right? And that's exactly what the industrial age and the progressive era consisted of. 
24. The simple shift declared, fathers, your job is to be a cog and bring home the bacon. Bring home a tool of production by being a cog in the system inside the factory of the Industrial Revolution. That's how, what, that's how you hunt the buffalo now. Not a king with a council. Provide for your family an emotional, financial, social, spiritual support that you were once required to live and teach. Now nah, that's outdated. Now we just need you to go produce in the office. Go make the money. The progressive era. Then came in the red. Came the progressive era. Then came in to rectify the unsafe and unlawful working conditions. But any thought on the mental progress of the working man became even more sedated. Verse twenty-five. Part of all that was due to the outside events. When the world experienced a great war to end all wars, which further solidified this mentality that man serves society best by being away from his home. We had all these boys that saw their dad working in the factory and office become men as soldiers in World War I, learning firsthand in the trenches further progress that war brings. A nationwide depression occurred as we were slowly reminded that it's required hard work to bring in a paycheck within an office or a factory, but because jobs were so few, men didn't know what to do. Countries were being invaded and declared war on others in World War II. Then World War II then ensued, providing drafts and opportunities for men to continue to go out and not only provide for their family, but for their nation's freedoms and liberties. 26. In the military, there's no room for feelings. We need to take those feelings and suppress them because they get in the way of killing another man. Now men have been killing each other ever since Cain found a rock. So none of that was new. What was new was that the war had been created with industrial strength and it required industrial men to execute it. To defend the truths we hold self-evident here in the United States of America, men declared, we've all got to go to war to fight the wars of old men. 27. So Johnny, who is disconnected from dad, already has now learned to shut his feelings down. Entire generations of men were taught that their role was not only to hunt the buffalo, but at the same time to not even feel. Feeling was not safe because you could die if you did, and so the global lie became truth. The message became feelings plus showing emotion equals death. So if you want to live, operate like a machine and act on what you're told, not how you feel. This created what our society has come to know and what we have come to know in society as the greatest generation. Now, I'm going to sideline DJ this one. We're going to take this principle that we're working with here today, which is when you fuck it up, fix it. Well, this is what I've committed to do. Okay? And when I say when we fuck it up, fix it, like men are responsible. Like you can sit and point your fingers all day long at the women. You said and point your fingers all day long at, at 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 all kinds of things. You blame your wife, blame the feminine movement, you know, feminism. You can blame all kinds of shit. But here's what I will tell you at the end of the day. It's powerful men who have created the society that we have today, right? And I'm not saying that in like a productive way. Take all the productivity of capitalism and progressivism that we've created inside of that, and that's beautiful and amazing. But the, the fucked up side of this too is what we've done to ourselves as men. Like in what we've created for ourselves. What have we created for ourselves? We've created for ourselves walking goddamn prisons. Look at the first two big insights that have come here from the systematic sedation of men and the study of history that we've done. Okay, the first thing that we've seen is what? First thing we've been seeing is that men have been, men begun to be taught, and this is now like in full fucking effect today, that the only real value that a male provides is to get paid. Like if you look at how women behave, women talk about how they want a man who is sensitive and caring and kind and considerate and empathetic. But this is not this is not the message that women ultimately are sending, right? Men have been taught from the time they were young that the way that you that the way that you gain status with women, the way that you gain status in society, is get paid. 
You get fucking paid, good to go. Fastest way to erode a marriage and a relationship and a family is to stop making money. You want to watch a woman fall apart at the seams, it's when her man stops making money. Now, listen, I'm not taking away from any of the women who get paid. My wife gets paid a ton, runs two companies that are multiple seven-figure a year producing companies. She does not need me for shit when it comes to money. Yet even inside of that place, my wife still leans. Even on this, she wants to be taken care of. And this took me a long time. This took me a very long time to come to terms with this, to come to terms with the following reality, which is at the end of the day as a man, we're slightly, we're slightly commanded to be ATM machines. Now, on the flip side for women, don't get me wrong, like many women, particularly inside a marriage, feel like they're, you know, they're just a vagina that's, that's waiting to be fucked. Right, that, they, that somehow the only value they have comes through sexual intimacy. Yet, if you look at this from an interesting place, and if you're a lady, listen to this. Check out, check out how crazy this is. See, a guy is expected to go make money, and a woman is expected to put out. Like these two things are like the like we hold these two truths to be self-evident, which is men are expected to go produce and women are expected to put out. Like, this is the dynamic of marriage. Now, it doesn't always work that way, and a guy doesn't always produce, and a girl doesn't always put out. And there's justifiable rights for a guy not producing and a girl not putting out, and sometimes those things come together and they get married. But our society created a trailing event, a series of conversations built in the industrial age that began to train men that their value is to leave the family to go make the money. And this put the children squarely in the game of being raised 100% by mom. Most men don't spend more than an hour or two with their kids every day. I'm not even saying this is like a bad thing or if you're a guy that's working a ton that, that you should feel bad about it. It's just this, this became reality. Why? And it was to what? It wasn't like you were leaving to go play golf. You were leaving to go get paid. And the more successful you are as a businessman, the more pressure and the more responsibility there is for that, the more that people actually praise you. You know, nobody's going to walk on and tell you you're doing a great job with your cocaine addiction. But there's also, you're going to get a shitload of praise for being a workaholic. There's no difference. Cocaine addict, workaholic, same kind of shit. Both are getting high. And at the end of the day, a workaholic is rewarded in our society. A cocaine head, you know, a pothead, like individuals who are sedating with drugs may not be as many rewards. But what there are a ton of rewards for is there's a shitload of rewards available for individuals who work, who grind, who produce, who create. Now, the second feeling, look at the second thing that opened up. The wars begin, right? And this was a time during drafting, et cetera. That shit doesn't happen now. It might in the future, but it doesn't now. But an entire generation, my grandfather's age and my, my, my grandfather's age, getting drafted into World War I, getting drafted into World War II, right? Men volunteering, but also getting drafted. And here we have an entire generation of men who went to war spinning off of the industrial game, but now they're taught a second big thing, which is don't feel. Men don't feel. So blend these two together. Look at this crazy shit. So you tell guys, go get paid, and then you say, shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear what you have to feel. We don't want to hear what you have to feel. Did you see this? We don't want to hear what you have to feel. Even women, society and marketing, and nothing is painted a picture for a man to actually express his feelings at all. So then we wonder why all the violence. If you look around a society today, all the shootings that we see in schools, these aren't happening by girls. Girls are not walking in with handguns and machine guns and assault rifles and shooting people up. This is not happening by women. This is happening by men. Right? 
You're not hearing about rape cases where a woman raped a man. This is happening from men raping women. Like our society right now is falling apart at the fucking seams because men, well, founded over 100 years ago, have been taught your value is to go get paid. And your feelings, why don't you shut the fuck up? We don't care. And women say they want to hear. They say they want to hear their feelings from men. But when the truth comes, push comes to shove. They don't really. Most women do not want to hear the feelings of a man. And most men have no idea how to express those feelings. And so look how double fucked a guy is. He's stuck in this situation. And we call this the greatest generation. Yet it's ironic as hell because my grandfather couldn't express his feelings to save his fucking life. He's passed away now and he's moved on to the next level of the game. But I'm looking at my grandfather like he couldn't express his feelings. When my grandpa would start getting a little bit choked up emotionally, he would just gut it. Now, my grandfather was a colonel in the, colonel in the Air Force, 30 years. All my family came from the military. Like, I get, I get it. Like, and it is a complete shutdown game. And then we sit and we look at what happens inside of our world just with military men, which is trying to not, trying, trying to be able to, trying to be able to backpedal into allowing men to actually feel something. Now, the part that nobody's discussing either or not, I don't really discuss a ton of the book, is what was happening to women. So here you are, you're a woman, you're at home, and you've had the support of your husband to raise your children, and now all of a sudden you have no support from your husband. None. He leaves in the morning, comes home at night, which means it's all on you. That means you got to be the caregiver, you got to be the disciplinarian, you got to be the teacher, you got to be the trainer, you got to be everything. Oh, and then your, then your husband's going to come home after he's exhausted and tired, and you're going to want a break, but he's been working his ass off all day long. You've been working your ass off all day long, and so he comes home and inevitably wants to eat and have sex. And you, you want a break. You're like, dude, I've been with these fucking kids all day long. Get these kids out of my face. Like, I don't want anything to do with them. I just need a break. And he's like, listen, I want a break. I want to get laid. And you're like, fuck you. So then you have this, this dichotomy that exists there for a woman too. Now look at what happened. The men leave to go to military, go to the war. And women at the same time were brought into the workforce. So we have this other thing happening for women, which is crazy too, which is women are now being expected to go fill the roles in the plants. And this is exactly, this is exactly what happened here in verse 28. While the men were gone to war, the women were back in the home front trying to figure out their new place in new society. Society still had to continue after all. For the first time in the United States, we began to see the significant rise in the capacity of employment for women. Women replaced the men who were called out to war in the factories and were still required to raise the children. I'm going to have you consider that these events could have gone a different way and bring the family structure back to where it was less than 50 years earlier. But instead, this then led to its own movement for women, shifting roles within society, which we will discuss in a few moments. And I'm actually going to say that for the next Daily Fuel as we'll talk about what's happened with the rise of feminism, etc. But the piece I want to just lay down here is look at the crazy shit that went down in the early 1900s. You know, almost over 100 years ago, we had this rift that began that ultimately affects me as a man today. It affects my son. My son's 20. It affects me at 43. It affects newborn, newborn boys coming in. It affects our teenage population of boys today. And we're going to discuss why they've gone into this complete sedation loop with information and fucking around their video games. And why wouldn't they? Tinder and Bumble and all this other shit that just allows them to get laid without having to put in any work. Like there is a massive fucking problem. A massive problem. And here's the reality. Our principle today is this. If you fuck it up, fix it. 
If you fuck it up, fix it. And our sour cream versus cream cheese problem. Well, this is where Wake Up Warrior and the Brotherhood is taking a stand. We say, listen, we may not have been the ones to fuck it up personally, but guess what? We're the result of it, and we're making it. We're making a change. We're making a change. We're taking a stand for what this is. We're no longer going to tolerate this bullshit. We are going to fix it. We're going to fix it immediately. We're going to make this shit right, and we're going to do it together. And this end, this is why Wake Up Warrior exists. This is why the Brotherhood exists, why this podcast exists. And so whether you're a man or woman, you're listening to this. Welcome to the reality of the game. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.